Hey everybody, how's it going? The podcast earlier. You know, unclean people, people don't take care of themselves. You know, they had no problem going to the liquor store, they'll get their fix. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes time for them to really clean up their shit, you know, they make sure they leave just the lighter kind of environment for pestilences like bed bugs and body lice to be all over another person. And I almost started hitting, you know, I, was, I said hi to one brother and I had green tea. And I guess he had a, a big old bottle of vodka. I guess he was going to share his drink with somebody that he called his brother. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know how it is when it comes to drinking. If you ain't if you ain't paying your way, you know, you hit the road. You know what I'm saying? And once upon a time, that's why, you know, in the past, I never really like asking people for nothing because, you know, when I had a job at the time before this whole mandate, me having depression and alcoholism kicked in. You know, I have my own money to take care of a lot of shit I know that I had. So if I knew I was going to be wanting to drink, you know, I made sure I made them pay the way for that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't let nobody really buy me too much of shit back then. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes if I wanted some extra money, I might work an extra shift. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes if I had a hotel apartment, if I, had, if I couldn't pay my whole rent up front, I had to try to do a partial and try to hustle away to get back in it. I remember those days, you know what I'm saying? You know, but uh, I, 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 for some reason, something in my spirit was like, I told me to walk away from that dude, you know, that had the vodka. Because, you know, these demons ain't stupid, man. These gin ain't stupid, you know. They know my vices have always been alcohol and whatever, you know, as a virgin, whatever issues you have with the flesh. And so it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> They they have no problem letting you go, you know, get whatever. But if they see you ain't going a certain direction, that's when the the knife comes out, and then you get the nice little dagger through the through the throat, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and then the person goes down, and then you wake up, and then, you know, once people start, you know, kind of having disappeared in your area, you start to really see the aftermath, and you start seeing the the bed bug situation and, you know, how bad that's getting. And, and, you know, one doctor tried to almost mix diagnose me either for my staff and strep to be an HIV hepatitis thing. And, you know, don't listen to what these experts say, man. You know, these bed bugs and body lice, they do transmit viruses and diseases to a degree. You know what I'm saying? Not just about sucking your blood. You know, it's like, it's like a transfusion. Like, they'll suck your blood, but they'll leave remnants of whatever they tap from another person. Um, uh, behind on you, you know what I'm saying? They're very uncomfortable, and uh, you know, once they start biting, man, it's like it's a force to be reckoned with. That's all I can say about that. Um, you know, and a lot of people who usually do a lot of heavy drinking, and you know, are usually demons. You know, because they can they have to drink so that they won't have to worry about feeling what you know a person like myself who really ain't supposed to be around that kind of thing um is going to feel so i'm itching and i'm feeling something biting me and i see it bite you know crawling on me and you know and i, and I freak out you know they're not going to freak out as much you know they're going to have you know there's one brother that was you know next to me before he got arrested i mean his whole body was like full of like um psoriasis you know and, and yes 
bed bug bites, um, body lice bites. They can trigger like eczema, um, uh, psoriasis type things. You know what I'm saying? People can sit there and laugh at me all they want to, call me crazy, but it's, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Because those bites, you know, they leave behind a nice little lesion in your body and boils, you know, and that shit adds up. And you're trying to constantly scratch them away um, when you're sleeping. All because you got somebody around you who can't seem to want to just go take a shower or clean their shit up, you know. So now you got to inherit, you know, their nastiness on your side of the fence. You feel where I'm coming from? So, you know, it's, it's, it's very disturbing when you really think about it, you know. And it's like, I honestly feel like, you know, honest, I, mean, I could probably use the word feel like in this case, but this is the Truman Show, man. man I feel, I'm being targeted even in the shelter, man. You know, because I didn't have a problem. I mean, I had a problem with body lights before when I was in Utah and I found out that, you know, they didn't clean the beds. But I honestly feel like if you take away, uh, I get a lot of the homeless in there and they're just like, I mean, I'm just kind of grateful for a place to stay. It's like, that's great to be grateful for a place to stay, but they need to make sure they really clean the cots, you know. Because where I was at, it was like a double stack of steel um, beds and one on top of another, like bunks. And then they would, they would never really clean the mats. They would probably wipe it down a little bit. You know, I honestly was convinced they probably spit on them, to be honest with you. But um, this was in Utah. And, uh, hang on. Sorry about that. We're back and on. Yeah, man, it's just, uh, that was a, definitely a very humbling situation, you know, with the bed bugs and, you know, all I can say is, you know, sadly, those kind of things are around when you're around a lot of people who are unclean in the spirit, you know what I'm saying, you know, um, a lot of, they have a lot of negative energy, you know, you know, demons and things like that. They're usually around people who are very demonic. And so, of course, you know, you're going to deal with those kind of issues because, you know, like I was mentioning before, I'm not trying to put anybody down for drinking. I mean, I get caught up in the drinking too, but it's just that you know, people don't have a problem going to a liquor store to get a beer, but when it comes to them really cleaning themselves up, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about just washing yourself, you know. I'm not saying you got to look like something off GQ magazine, but it's like, man, it, it, it can be very annoying. And that's how you know. I mean, I mentioned something about the Truman Show and being targeted because when you think about it, the only people that's affecting the most is God's chosen people. Because we gotta, we're trying to make it and survive. We know we can't be in the city much longer. You know, or even in the city limits much longer, let's just say. So, they like to position those kind of gin around us to make us uncomfortable. Because in all reality, when you really know the truth and you really sit down with the Heavenly Father, you know what I'm saying, and you really take it all in, I mean, you couldn't be comfortable You really couldn't be comfortable Sorry. 
trying to get away from distraction and noise. See what man good truth be talking about. Sometimes you, you know you want to go to speak, but you don't want distractions but anyway. When you really know the truth, man, you really could be comfortable in the satanic herb even if you wanted to. You feel what I'm saying? Because in all reality, what what, what they you know meant for our bad, as far as what these gens would do to make us uncomfortable, is actually gonna work out for our good. Because at the end of the day, man, it's like they gotta understand one thing. Now speaking to the principalities and powers and careless people. You know, that shit will come back on you. You know what I'm saying? It's karma. You know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, you know, you got to step up and say, you know what? You know, <laughs> I got to be a blessing to my fellow man. It's not every man for himself. It's, and even when I try to critique people, it's like, without actually me having to critique them. Because I'm not, I don't like telling another grown person, a grown man or a woman or anything like that. Like, oh, you stink or whatever. You know, I'm much rather just kind of keep that to myself sometimes. You know what I'm saying? You know, actions speak louder than words anyway. So, however, you know, they see me acting a little bit wishy-washy. You know, they should kind of know, okay, you know, this brother is seeing something in me that's kind of bothering him. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that is another hat trick of spiritual warfare is basically this idea of positioning on filthy filthy positioning filthy uncircumcised people around somebody who's really trying to basically keep a low profile you feel what i'm saying and that's just that's just it man you know and like i said man and i'm not trying to put myself down when i got too com- complacent with the alcohol and you know, just being in the flesh of things for, you know, what I'm battling with as a virgin, you know, and all this other stuff. It's like, you know, I got to realize, you know, it's at some point, you know, when they say Michael should stand up, it's like I got to be the Michael and say, you know what, maybe I don't really need a beer at all. I mean, once upon a time, I went for a long period of time about drinking no beer. You know, like I look at it, hey, if I didn't have any money coming in, no reason for me to take for someone else's pop, but now it's like I'm kind of taking from someone else's pot, and, you know, seeing, you know, the, the not-so-good results about that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I don't mean taking from somebody else's pot like I'm intentionally robbing somebody to get a beer. It's just that, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people around me who just, just pull, they, they try to always tell me don't pay me back, but it's like, it's like, dude, you, 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 that's an extra few bucks that you can use to take care of whatever you got to take care of, you know what I'm saying? And I guess it kind of, and I think after that bed bug situation, it just kind of really brought it home, like, yeah, I'm not literally tame my entire circle period you know it may just be just me only you know with the most high you know what i'm saying because you know my mom and dad family see me struggling and they don't care to help and all that's going to do is i might dwell on that it's going to bring anger (laughs) self-resentment you know understandably because you know you know that you thought that when mom and dad gave you know got married and gave birth to you they'll be there for you in times like this, right? And then it's like, you could also have a lot of women around me are brainwashed to not want to mess with me for whatever reason because of the generational curse is like blocking any woman that's light-skinned and the, but the dark skin I'm in. You know, they, they, they program them to feel some kind of way. They'll, they'll look for some dirt or me doing something awkward and all of a sudden it's like, oh, 
see, I always knew this guy was blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And the next thing you know, I ended up with blue balls the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Struggling with shit. And then on top of that, it's like, you know, you look at that. And then it's just... I'm trying to word this carefully here. Because I mentioned about being the most high. It's like, yeah. You know? The old drinking thing is just just to get through the storm, to band-aid it, but it usually ends up making gets it worse and worse, you know. But I, like I like I was, I was saying to myself, and I know a lot of people can take controversy with this, but I said, you know, once I realize society doesn't give a fuck about me, you know, I'm really am gonna have to, you know, pull my own weight about trying to bear with things. You know, I have no money coming in. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I try to reach out to my sister for help. You know, she's worried about the parents. She got a kid, like me asking for a few bucks is taken out of another kid's mouth. And, you know, and, and, and yet people have these bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, and all this other shit. And I, what, I, I know what the Heavenly Father is really asking me to do, man. He wants me to completely hate the system. Cease and desist anything that's going to have me in some funny shit with the system, including in the flesh. Period. God, the Heavenly Father is like, this whole system is trash. I went and did all that schooling just to be in a homeless situation. And I'm not mad about it because I look at it like this. This is the time I would be homeless anyway. You see what I'm saying? The alcoholism and all that, it may have actually kind of fought out, you know, maybe some, you know, you know, maybe hitting dirty laundry that I had out in the front street. But when it comes down to it, it's like, you know, this system is really all fucked up. It's really, you, in order for you to survive in this system, you really do got to be a demon. No lie. Because if you're a real person and you're, you're trying to be a free spirit and you're just trying to live your life and, you know, I mean, and, and, you know, obviously as a man, you know, obviously I want to be with a woman. So you kind of come as you are. They don't like that. They like, well, they want you, we want you to think about money you know, or, you know, that, that evil stuff's going to happen 50 years now. Like, God don't work, with, God don't, you know, work with evil on your, on your time, humans, in all creation. He works on his time. And sometimes God can skip you, let you know what the evil is right in front of your face at that very second. Everything ain't going to wait 50 years. We, have, we ain't got another 50 years. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I, mean, I can say that with confidence. I don't even know we even have another year, to be honest with y'all. I honestly believe the Heavenly Father's getting ready to flip the earth on the dash right now. Coming up, she said. I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and, and give you a date and time when it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna sit there and it'd be like, you know, the TBN channel on Daystar, okay? <laughs> but I honestly don't believe that we're gonna make it, man, for another couple of years. I believe that the Heavenly Fathers, I look, I look at it like this. I'm gonna use the alcohol as almost like an antidote for face the reality that I'm gonna see some deep shit that would, that would, forever help me understand that okay now i understand why i was drinking all these years it's like yeah you know we hear about the family issues and things like that but when it comes down to it it's me witnessing a lot of death around me including in my own family and yeah that's gonna really that's gonna really humble the hell out of a brother like me i mean i sit here and talk all this trash about you know, you know, because a lot of the stuff I'm struggling with, I have to call it trash. Because think about it, you know, am I really about that that alcohol life? 
I mean, when I when I when I know the truth, which I do, you know, these people need to know based on the most high. Uh, am I really about that life? Am I really all about struggling with whatever's going on in the in the flesh? You know, as far as a certain chakra, I mean, I'm not, not going. You know, some of y'all can use your imagination on that. You know, am I really about that life? No, man. You know, every be honest with you, every man and woman. Every man should have a woman on this earth. Every every woman should want to be with a man. Stop worrying about money. Just focus on the Heavenly Father. He is the inheritance. You know, he is the total wealth of this entire situation. You know. Well, you got money. You got money. Okay. Heavenly Father just don't want you talking about money. He needs you to talk about just boasting about him. That's it. Because once upon a time, there was no money for us Israelite people. God gave us what we needed. And so we fucked around with these false gods. Okay? That's, that's true history. In a nutshell. So we don't need money. Just the problem is you live in a this system is built nothing but proud people who worship degrees and you know trophies and you know whatever guy got going on with their body. We forgot what, what our original purpose here what here was on this earth. And you tend to and it, and it really really mess with y'all heads, you know. They made y'all convinced that you know getting a nine to five job working for a so-called manager and calling him boss, which Heavenly Father hates that term. He didn't stop something on my eye, but my boss wants me to do it. It's like Heavenly Father's like, I'm I'm not your boss. See what I'm saying? That's why he says he's a jealous guy. <laughs> and jealous isn't what people think, you know, on a on a human level. We got to think on a deeper spiritual level about that. He's the creator of all things. He's the main boss. <laughs> he is the boss, I should say. So and you know this idea of getting an apartment Getting 3.5 kids, finding a good-looking woman who could wear a nice dress of diamonds that are all fake that you go buy at Zales or what's nothing but you know polished rocks, basically. <laughs> it's true, fake diamonds. All diamonds of all jewelry stores are fake, every last one. And even if they use partial, tiny fragments of the of a of the diamond that that that, that we live under in this firmament on this flat earth. Okay. Um, they get you going with that, and it's like, and then they tell you that that's what reality is. That's what your purpose is. But when God takes it away from you, and you're in a homeless shelter, you're in the food lines, they want you to feel like you're a bum if you, once you're at the bottom. It's like, oh, this is the best. I'm, you know, I'm going I'm to smile at this one. Y'all going to like this. Despite me being uncomfortable, bed bugs, I'm in the best position right now with the most high God. Despite all my filthy raggedness I have going on behind the scenes. I'm in the best position right now for most high God. If shit hits the fan, I have nothing to lose, literally, other than salvation, which I don't want to lose salvation. So, obviously, knowing that it makes sense, the next one. And it's not, it's, not a, it's not a coincidence for why my mom and dad don't really want to talk with me. And my sister, she's all kind of caught up in the world. It's like that song by 311, Leaving Babylon. You know, my mom just done crying. My father just, just can't stop lying. And my sister was going to do whatever. <laughs> so I guess the, the, the ending message is when the Heavenly Father puts on my heart, whatever it is, it could be today. It could be whenever. I really do have to leave Babylon. That's it. Because nothing's going to get any better here. 
Heavenly Father wants to see me succeed. Confound these idiots who, you know, thought everybody that I had to be about this image and, you know, following whatever rules that got Satan and Lucifer thrown out of heaven in the first place. You feel what I'm saying? And then they act like they want to make, make me feel awkward if I don't go to church. Oh, God bless you. Don't curse me because I don't go to church. But God bless me. I'm already blessed. Even when I'm at my worst. Shit. I hope this helps some people out there because, you know, we ain't homeless, man. We just, I look at it like this. God's, you know, you know, we're, we, 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 some of us have been dealing like with my situation, experiencing the close quarters and, you know, and just dealing with different situations, going through tests before we can actually make an exodus. Because the Heavenly Father ain't going to have people that are going to be carnal going and on an exodus trying to move on. And I'm, I'm putting myself included. You know, we, we got to, you know, we just gotta, as a people, we got to get our minds together. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And some y'all women out there, go ahead and throw away that dream of wanting a man with a three-piece suit on. Okay? Want a man who ain't got shit because that man who ain't got shit was always bragging about the most high. That's who your actual husband is because he's going to show you some things. That's why he's the, in the scripture, they said, you know, y'all y'all going to take care of these brothers and you're going to say, hey, don't shame us for our approach because God going to humble the fuck out of you to where you could not, you know, act like you can try to have some kind of tetherance to whatever material thing you're doing in this world. It's like, no. You know, everyone got to get broken down. That's it. You know, have nothing. Then we can start talking about wealth and for the next life. We ain't talking about money either. You know? And I'll say this, you know, if my mom and dad were listening to this, I say, you know, I'm not a self-hating black man. I'm, a, I'm the realest black man alive. Who doesn't, you know, see color in situations, you know what I'm saying? You know, you walk the Heavenly Father enough, all you can do is look within a person. You couldn't sit there and say, well, you know, this is a, this issue, this is a Hispanic issue, it's a white issue. It's like, no, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's about, if you fall for that kind of thing, you'll fall for anything, because it's not, it's not a flesh war, we're up against demons. And there's a lot of fake humans on this earth who walk up into you, talk to you, smile, you know, and get you all hyped up. It's all said and done. It's all said and done. Um, they really start to take off their mask. Give you that fluoride stare, you know, and then me being, I'm going to go inside for a minute and come back out, but, uh, Me being a virgin and all that, uh, they, they try to act like that's a, you know, like I'm on some uh, homoerotic stuff, you know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, they try to act like, well, if you're in a shelter, and me, you know, I'll be like, what I just said about how the Heavenly Father wants us to live, I will never, my parents will never understand that. See, you know, you can't talk shit about the oppressor unless you really go all the way in, man. You can't, you can't. Because you got to understand that the enemy ain't about a color thing. When the Heavenly Father has me challenged with good and evil, it doesn't, it's, 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 the color thing is it's irrelevant. It's about the spirit of the situation. The frequency. It's like music. You know, you're studying where the eighth notes are going in the situation, the syncopation. You know what I'm saying? It's like the bed bug situation. You know? But, uh, and then they try to act like homelessness is a mental health issue. 
mental health ain't got nothing to do with being homeless. There are people who are mentally off in there who are homeless. I do agree with that. So that may be a problem for them, for them but, that's, but I can say that for almost everybody, though. We got some type of mental thing element that we got to correct in our minds. You know, they try because what they're basically saying is, if you're homeless, you're stupid. If you like being homeless, you're, you're stupid and you're dumb. That's what they mean by mental health. In a nutshell, I'm just going to be straight up with you because I, I, I don't expect the establishment to come off straight forward. I'm not a coward. I tell it like it is. You know what I mean? But I guarantee you, when they crash that dollar and the Heavenly Father turns the lights out, oh, they're going to know it. <laughs> they're going to wish they never called us bombs and made fun of us being in the food lines. But that's, the, that's what happens when, you, when you people you know, get, grow up in this earth. They don't question nothing. They simply walk around and act like they just exist here. You know what I'm saying? You know? We all got to know what our purpose is. That's real. No. But yeah. Oh, I can say I'm going to end the segment. I'm going to go eat some lunch here. Come back out, fill this water bottle up. Whatever, I got some tea, water, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just keep a level head. That's all I could do. You know? I was going to see my brother up there for, for a drink, but I was gonna, I'm actually going to kind of change the routine a little bit here. So I wanted to show the most high that, yeah, I'm going to have to figure something out about that bed situation because I'm not going to be going to bed and having bed bugs on me, man. I ain't, I ain't having that shit. You know, if people can't learn to keep their clothes off the floor and clean the area up, I need to move. Period. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Well, we can't always move from another bed, I said. Either that or I'll sleep outside. You know what I'm saying? Which I pray that that's the last resort. You know, if it comes down to like that, I might as well just go to another shelter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Save myself the trouble. But yeah, man. One dude was trying to get me to go to another shelter, but they have a little bit of a bed club problem, too. It is, they just need to get people to take showers. That's it. You know? Make that shit mandatory. I didn't want to mandate vaccines. They need to go ahead and mandate that people take fucking showers in the shelters. I solved that problem real quick. <laughs> Instead of giving people something like they call a death potion and they call it a cure. You know, doubt that SARS cov 2 is a very serious virus, but you know, it has a 99% survival rate. You just take care of the pain. I don't know why that guy went on this side. I guess I was in his way. <laughs> Not my fault. Annoying for people going to these damn events and they're like, oh, I got hurt if I move down the sidewalk. So I guess the re recap, I have a minute left over here. The Heavenly Father is teaching me be annoyed and hate the things of the system go with him. That's it. You know. Heavenly Father, no, I got struggles, but that's all that's gonna burn up and pass away. You know. And it has to because you know, 
had a pretty fucked up childhood and all it did was just domino into other issues. You know, so thing with thank y'all for hearing me out. You know, I know this is probably a much better podcast than my other original one, but at least some of y'all got a backstory or something happened to me at the park and then then I started kind of, you know, tying some things in. It's, you know, and I'm storytelling a bit, but it's not really a storytelling. It's really the truth, you know. You get to hear the inside scoop of what goes on with a homeless man and how we, li- how we live and the shit we got to put up with, you know what I'm saying? You know, and I think that's a blessed thing to be on the air to just be, to be able to just put that out there, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, kind of grow. It's going to make a difference for a lot of people. So they'd be like, man, I see what I see. I mean by the dead bug problem and people stalking others and agents. I say, oh, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to, to be vigilant. Anyway, I love you all. I'll talk to y'all soon.